What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, of all golf courses, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Tom, we're doing uh, we're doing well. You know, all things considered, the country's falling apart. Uh, we have an illegal FBI investigation going on. We have, uh, I want peace. I think you know this if you follow the show. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm very pro-peace. But it feels like we're headed towards a real nasty fight. And it's sad because all I ever wanted was peace. And when you have an FBI, when you have an injustice department, when you have a corrupt, maybe the most corrupt administration any country's ever seen in the history of the world, when you have these things, you just sort of say, enough enough is enough. When do you, when do you stop taking the abuse? And when do you finally fight back with strong strength? So you're going to start fighting back? Oh, not me. I already got a oh. deferment uh, okay. for the for the fight coming up, bone spurs. But I will have people fighting on my behalf, very with great patriotism and also patriotic patriotism. That's good. Uh, did you have a nice weekend? Any special plans this past weekend? Uh, playing some golf, just uh, things to take your mind off of this. Uh, uh, it's called a witch hunt. It's. Yeah, it, it, you know, that's a good idea. I would say it's a witch hunt. I think it's it's one of those things where this weekend I could, be, you know, I, I could barely get 36 holes of golf in. I was so uh, sort of distracted because I care about the country. You know, there's many people on Truth Social who are right. They don't think anybody's ever loved the country and cared for the country as much as I do. And I tend to agree with them. Nobody's ever cared for America more than me. And so what I see is sad. It's very sad. Uh, what's happening in our country. And I just hope, I even pray tech stuff. I even said, and I don't do that too often. Right. Only special occasions. Only on special occasions. Getting the HIV test back in the 80s. (laughs) Uh, You know, finding out that Vlad had gotten rid of the Russian prostitutes before they could get the paternity test and and now for our country. <laughs> so strong faith, strong patriotism, strong peace. Uh, you know, so like I said, I only got in uh, 36 holes of golf this week because I was so distracted. This weekend, excuse me, I got like a, you know, 72 holes of golf in during the week. But, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that things pick up and I think they're going to pick up uh, very soon. Has your family been dealing with this? We haven't spoken about Dan Jr. or Ivanka. How have they been holding up uh, since this whole just, uh, like I said before, just total witch hunt, total fake news, total just making up things to ruin your possible run of 2024? It's uh, It's just a shame. Uh, well, well, Dan, Dan Jr., I'm, I'm actually impressed with. He's been very vocal. He's like the little, we call him the little engine that could do coke uh, because he's very uh, motivated. He's very strong in terms of his energy. Uh, Kim Gargoyle is, is doing strong media appearances uh, because you see what Sleepy Joe did with the debt. 
with the college debt. Yes. He basically was saying hardworking whites who didn't go to college. Guess what? We're going to pay off some black loans. How about that? And black snake loan. That's what we're calling it. We're calling it black snake loan. I I see you putting down the title. Don't think you're (laughs) slick tech stuff. And it's a disgusting thing because you have very hardworking people. And some of them aren't white. But obviously, you know. Uh, yeah, I see you nodding in agreement. Most of the hardworking people are very white. I don't and, know if that's true, but I'll agree uh, with you right now. It's, it's called science. And yes. all of a sudden, Sleepy Joe shows up with Kamala Bear Harris and says, we need to give blacks and maybe a few Latinos and maybe like one poor white person just so it's diverse. And we're going to give them billions of dollars each, by the way, each. Billions of dollars of, of loan forgiveness. Guess what? I loan forgive, but I don't. I loan don't forget. <laughs> and uh, it's a disgrace what's happening. It's basically racism, to be honest. It's basically a racist policy. The the Biden black snake loan program is going to bankrupt our country and make white people feel like they don't get any help from the government. Even though yes, he's going to help out a couple of white people, but just to to avoid. Uh, racism charges but we see it we see that he's doing total racism and so don uh and kim gargoyle have been uh, doing lots of coke and making strong media appearances uh, uh ivanka is actually um she's been quiet rather quiet but she's very depressed to be honest hmm. um and you know i off i said honey we can go back to your surgeon if you want to you know get an augmentation you know because nothing makes a woman feel better than more <laughs> men stare. Well, well, st- well, then you get the men staring at you, and it's a very good self-esteem yeah, yeah. boost. And she's on a book tour with Jared Kushner. Mm. He wrote a book at the failing New York Times called Basically a Piece of Shit. <laughs> uh, they cut, yeah, one of the worst books of the year. And if I read, if I could read, I would I would read it and I would I might disagree. But I think that's hurting well, Ivanka because, well, then you got to hear Jared Kushner read it. And have you ever heard that guy's voice? It's, it may not be him reading it, though. He may have like a guest reader. Sometimes no, it's it's him reading it. It's him oh. reading it. Okay. I, I want to tell you about the time <laughs> when I worked in the White House for my father-in-law. I don't fuck my wife very well. <laughs> and she's way too hot for me. And my father-in-law is very powerful and strong, and I'm tall and skinny, and I went to Harvard. And imagine that for, for two weeks of audiobook. Yeah, that would, uh, would not be fun. What is this book about? It's just about how he's tall and weak and worked in the White House, and, <laughs> and it's very stupid. I, I, I hate to agree with the failing the New York chapters. Times. <laughs> I, well, I hate to agree with the failing New York Times, but you know, a broken cock is right twice a twice a day. It's true. So it's true. Now, Mr. President, the we don't know what's going on, but allegedly the people are saying that you have these top secret documents that were stolen. And I'm wondering. The question is, will you be arrested 
for these documents. And if you are arrested for these documents, if you are Mr. President, okay, and you had to go to jail, who would be the first person you befriend in jail? What type of person? Andy Dufresne. <laughs> you would look for the Andy Dufresne. You'd ask around if Andy Dufresne is here. Because you want to be friends with the guy that all the rapists want to rape. <laughs> it's it's the opposite of being a. It's the opposite of being. It's like in the real world, you don't want to be the ugly girl out with all the hot chicks. Like, oh, I'm at the bar. I'm at the alone at the bar again, giving a hand job to the Mexican bar back at 4 a.m. You don't want to be that. But in prison, you want to be the one that nobody wants to have sex with. So if I find Andy Dufresne, look at this tall, weak accountant. Why don't you plow him, mothers? And <laughs> I just sit there drinking my beer and, uh, you know, doing strong prison presidenting. <laughs> so you would actually touch alcohol if you had to go to prison? You said you would uh, be drinking O'Doul's. beer. O'Doul's. Gotcha. And you would be, you would find a way to become a pres, the president of, um, I guess your 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 cell block in prison. Is that what you would? No, I would. I would. For? No, no, I would campaign for the entire prison, except I would have a strict a no Muslims, a Muslim ban on my wing of the prison. Why? Because can you think of anything scarier in the real world? A lot of the Muslims. Uh, Middle Eastern people. That's scary enough. But in prison, it's almost like they become superpowered. The Muslims become muscular African-Americans. So it's like the one thing that the Muslims, the terrorist Muslims don't have is, is the super strength and athletic ability. And then all of a sudden they get to prison and it like supercharges them. It's almost like the Hulk. You know, they get mad and they commit crimes and they go to prison and they're like, well, now we're Muslim and we're African-Americans and we're very strong and we'll beat the crap out of you with Islam and blackness. And uh, it's a very scary thought. So we would have a strong Muslim ban. Okay. And now that's just, I mean, that's just science. This is, is going to be people, woke, woke people is calling that racist. Uh, we don't listen to the woke people on this show. It's the one group we'll do cancer culture on. Even though we don't do cancer culture, we will we will cancel your woke culture so fast you'll be eating yogurt cultures. Now, despite all this trouble that people are say you're going to get into, the polls still say that you should be the 2024 nominee. Now, what do you think that says? Could be a lot of, what does that say about our country? What does that say that the belief in you, how trustworthy you are, how people don't believe the government and think that the government lies? Like, what does it say about us? I want to do something that I haven't done in a little while, tech stuff. Yes. Do you know what that is? You're going to go off the record. There you go. We're going off the podcast record. All right. Let me press. For, okay. Stop. We're off the record right now. My followers at this point, it's like trying to control a pit bull in heat with mental retardation. 
<laughs> rich people. Rich people are, I would say, out of control is an understatement. I love the fact that they are, the only thing that controls them is their love for me. You know? But the truth is, if this country had treated me better, I would try to protect it. But it was so rude to me by stealing an election that if my supporters destroy the country, that's okay. But I will say this, and we're still off the record. Of They're a scary, stupid, Mountain Dew drinking, horrific pack of animals for people who support me. And I wish it was like an acute way, but it's gotten to a point where if if they didn't support me so strongly, mm-hmm. I would probably invite all my supporters to a giant 50 million person rally and euthanize all of them. <laughs> I think they're that dangerous and that worthless and that scummy. But uh, anyway, let's get back on the record. Now, I wanted to... You, oh, yeah, you... I didn't hear the but. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are back on the record oh good well no well to answer your question yes uh you know i think it says that we have patriots i think it says we have people who know what they're talking about and don't fall for the fake news and i think it shows that they love their country and they know that i'm what's best for the country regardless of what the fake news tells them these are these are these are normal honest hard-working americans who want the best for their country and they know that i'm the best for their country so that's what I thought you would say. Mr. President, I don't know if uh, you, you read about this, but you, you have a certain favorite actress on a HBO show called Euphoria. Uh, well, you know what? I actually announced it on Truth Social over the weekend, which you probably didn't see because you're not I, on Truth Social. I didn't see it. Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could tell you this, the highest compliment I can pay, Sid, the lovely Sydney Sweeney, by the way. Mm-hmm. I asked Ivanka if she would wear a Sydney Sweeney mask <laughs> while she has sex with Jared Kushner so that I could film it. And uh, that's a high compliment as a father and as a, a patriot to Sydney Sweeney. And you're going to tell me that she was she was at a party this weekend, right? Wasn't that on the, the gram? She threw her, I think, her mother a birthday party, and isn't that not, don't you like to see those family values? Don't you like that family values throwing her mother a party? She's using her money for good. Mm-hmm. They were mega supporters. I hear her father's like Blue Lives Matter, and her mom is mega. Yes, there were mega hats there. Blue Lives Matter. I think it was a hat or a shirt. So what are your thoughts on her now after knowing this information? Well, I announced on Truth Social this weekend, and this is sort of a big news for the podcast people who aren't on Truth Social. Lauren Bobbert. Oh, I have nothing but strong, uh, rapey affection for. She's been bumped out of the top list. Sydney Sweeney is now officially the front runner for Trump wife number four. She's younger. Wow. She's even hotter. And Bubbert, we love the fact that she's so strongly pro MAGA. We love that, of course. But it's a lot easier to be pro MAGA when you're Lauren Bubbert. 
than if you're Sydney Sweeney in Hollywood with radical leftists. And she's walking around with her tits out, her big teary eyes, crying on everybody's dick on euphoria. <laughs> and she's taking all that punishment, both in her, in her puss and in her heart, more importantly, in her heart for having strong patriotic family. I'm sure Hollywood hates it. I'm sure Hollywood hates it. But, you know, if she's anything like her character on Euphoria, she's going to be in need for strong, she's going to be practically desperate for strong male affection. And that's when I thrive tech stuff. When I see a broken, sad woman with great breasts, I'm like one of those nature videos. You know, you'd have the British guy going, we see the Trump. Approaching the wounded female with augmented breasts, and he's providing a shoulder for her to lean on. And that shoulder is sliding down as her head falls right into the Trump's crotch. She has fallen for the Trump crotch trap again. And as you can see, they are now married with a prenuptial agreement, and he is (laughs) pumping his powerful trump seed into her for the contractually obligated one child so that's how the documentary would go with me and sydney sweeney it'd be very it's called nature it's called christians (laughs) mr president uh we have a few more topics to get to but first we must tell you about our awesome sponsor betonline.ag yes you know it i know it the whole podcast knows it betonline.ag it's where we go for all our bets nfl season right around the corner got my futures in i got sauce gardner for uh afc uh rookie of the year for uh for defense here um and i also even got the jets to win the super bowl um, I think it's like a $5 bet to win $350. Pretty awesome. So get your bets in now. Betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports like UFC, eSports, and even golf. That's right. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Also, there is a casino, so play blackjack, roulette, craps, and also bet on sports. It's the one place to go for all your gambling needs. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device and join. Make your first sports bet now. Use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's only on your first deposit and 50% more money than you put in. Great deal. Use promo code CLNS50. It's been online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, Lindsey Graham, what are your thoughts on Lindsey Graham these days? I know uh, sometimes you guys get along, sometimes not so much. What's the deal with him these days? Uh, well, he's you know, he's tough. He's tough to pin down, according to his uh, male escorts. Uh, <laughs> but he's, you know, I think he's in my corner. But he's a he's a politician. You know, we never we never depended on him fully, but he's useful and he's resourceful. 
and uh, you know, we we sort of we trust him to a certain extent. I mean, he's done some good things, so we we we, we appreciate that. Why do you ask? Well, Lindsey Graham recently said in the interview that if you were prosecuted, there will be riots in the streets. Now, are you happy he made this comment? Are you annoyed? Or um, is that just common? Uh, com- everyone should know that. Just I mean, that's I mean, it's you know, tech stuff. It's like thank you for that great quote, tech stuff. Uh, if the country is stolen from patriots, <laughs> will they be mad? Yes, I think they'll be mad. How about that? There, you can quote me on that. No, I think there'll be riots. I mean, my 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 strong supporters. When the bodega, well, not they, they wouldn't go to a bodega. When the 7-Eleven runs out of Mountain Dew, they riot. So what do you think they'll do when they steal a country for a second time? Um, how extreme do you think the rioting would be? Do you think you're talking about like losing control over cities to that extreme? I think somewhere between Independence Day and Game of Thrones. <laughs> Like imagine aliens blew up your city and did rape. And I say that with respect. I say that with respect to my supporters who are great patriots. Well, let's hope it doesn't get to that. And uh, I'm sure justice uh, will come through. And uh, well, justice, justice Kavanaugh will certainly come through for the rape portion. Yes, how is Justin Kavanaugh? He he's been quiet these days, also. Uh, he's he's drunk. Right. He's uh, but he's good. He's a good guy. Great justice, <laughs> but very drunk. Now, Mr. President, when when you were in the White House, what can you give us any secret information about aliens? Is there anything uh, that you can tell us that you haven't told people? Is there do we have pictures? Do we have actually aliens that we have captive? What is there any information you give us about aliens? I can tell you that Kim Gargoyle is only 40% human. <laughs> and she, uh, she's 60% alien or 60% something else? Uh, she's 50% alien and 10% my jizz. <laughs> Large percentage. 100%. I can't tell if you're laughing or crying. <laughs> Getting emotional. Yeah. It's emotional. This is this is you know sometimes these episodes, you know when it, when the country's just totally going to shit, you just say nasty things, and it's uh, I apologize to our well I don't apologize, but if you are a Christian and offended, if excuse me, if you are white and Christian and offended. I will try to do better for your sake, even though I do the best. Now, the reason I asked you about Aliens President is uh, there's a new program in NASA called Artemis. Have you heard of this? Uh, I have. Of course I have. Have you heard of it? Yes. Well, NASA, they were supposed to... Uh, it's a whole new program, and they called off the new moon rocket launch. I don't know why they're going back to the moon again, um, what are your thoughts on going back to the moon again? Why, why do that? 
Unless it was a hoax the first time, of course. Well, there's to, to be honest, there's talk that it was a hoax, if we're being yeah. honest. But I would say what you have to do is you have to look at it and say, China wants to control the moon. Russia, my great friend in Russia, wants to control the moon. And I respect that. But we have to be first. And I don't think we have any first on this like Pijana now. But I think we can be first uh, under a new president, possibly, who maybe gave us a little thing we call Space Force. I don't know if you remember this tech stuff, but it's probably the most important development in armed services in this country uh, since the Marines were created. How come Sleepy Joe doesn't talk about Space Force at all? Well, he's, you know, Sleepy Joe still thinks, you know, that Star Trek with William Shatner is real. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't think he's very well equipped to talk about the complexities of space and physics. You know, my uncle was a professor of physics at uh, MIT, which is, you know, a good school. Not as good as Idaho Militia Christian, but IMC, of course, is the top school in the country for MAGA. But uh, no, he doesn't talk about Space Force because he's, he's too busy talking about, uh, you know, pigeons in the park. Now, they called off this moon rocket launch. I think they're going to go to Mars as well. When you become in power again, are you going to continue this Artemis, or do you think we should be doing something else with Space Force instead of going to the moon or going to Mars? I think what we should be trying to do is figure out what the hell happened to Pluto. (laughs) Remember it used to be a planet? And then they decided it wasn't a planet. It's almost like what they did to my election. The greatest political movement in the history of our country. And then they decided I wasn't president anymore. So I I have great sympathy with Pluto because to me, Pluto is a planet. And also a very nasty dog in Disney. (laughs) He's not nasty. Well, unlike Goofy, he didn't seem to talk very much, which was rude. Goofy talked a hell of a lot. Gosh! Whereas <laughs> Pluto just sat there like a like a dog. He sat there doing nothing like a dog. And I want to find out what the hell happened to Pluto. So before we go to Mars, we should probably take a ship out to Pluto and find out what the hell happened to Pluto. So are you comparing the disappearance of Pluto as a planet to the disappearance of, of your presidency? Right, because we it's both there. Pluto's still there. We just don't call it a planet. And that's what happened. We know I'm president, but we just don't acknowledge it. We say, nope, you lost. Despite being the greatest president of all time, you lost to a very old person who doesn't know what planet he's on. Maybe Sleepy Joe thinks he's on Pluto. (laughs) Gosh! (laughs) We haven't heard from him in a while. I thought that Goofy might be uh, lonely without Steven Tyler. They kind of have the same look, kind of like very floppy and loose kind of people. <laughs> Goofy and Steven Tyler. Hey, what about them in a band? That would be... Jamie's got a gun! <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Uh, funny, though. Now, Mr. President... Let's talk about some lighter things. Uh, MTV. Okay, white people, finally. <laughs> MTV VMA Awards last night. 
I think it was took place in, in Brooklyn. And a lot of these artists I looked at, I have never heard of before. And you, you are down um, with, with hip hop. You have a lot of rapper friends. You have your own record label. So I want to know, I'm going to shoot some artists over to you. I want to know what you think of it, what you think of them winning this award. Um, we'll go over a few um, video of the year award. Um, Little Nas X, we've talked about him. He was nominated, um, but the winner for that was Taylor Swift. What are your thoughts on Taylor Swift? Video of the year. I think she's won every single year uh, since she started playing a guitar. Oh, she's a beautiful, talented, tall blonde with great talent, country roots, but pop. I mean, sometimes I think she plays too political. You know, she was very nasty about get out the vote in Tennessee. We won anyway, so I forgave her. But she's a tall, beautiful blonde. What do you think I think of the tech stuff? I guess you like her. And she uh, sings she's country been, music, too. So A little country. She sort of betrayed the country for more pop, and she hangs out with gay blacks at award shows. So it's not, she's not perfect, but uh, <laughs> but she's... Uh, I would... I would uh, I would give her some. I would give her some Trump, Trump in her Tay Tay. Okay. Artist of the year. Uh, some of these I, I recognize: Little Nas X, Lizzo, who we've spoken about before. Oh, big fatty. Jack Harlow, this new up and coming. Uh, these like the new Eminem, uh, Harry Styles. I think we've talked about him before. Ed Sheeran, Drake, but the winner, Bad Bunny. Do you know who Bad Bunny is? Oh, he's an illegal. He's from the Puerto Rican part of Mexico, so we know he's bad news. And he's not Bad Bunny. He's Bad News Bears is what he is. (laughs) And what I will say about Bad Bunny, you know how much, how many kids Latinos have? A lot of kids. Now imagine if a rabbit was a Latino rabbit. How many kids a Latino rabbit? And that's the problem we have with Bad Bunny. I think Bad Bunny is going to have, you know, he's going to be like Nick Cannon times 500. (laughs) Uh, So Bad Bunny better put a bag on his bunny before he makes too many Bad Bunnies running around. uh, Somewhere. Okay. about that? Bars. Almost bars. (laughs) Incomplete bars. Uh, we've talked about this artist before, and she won Song of the Year. Billie Eilish, she won Song of the Year for Happier Than Ever. Let me tell you something. Yes. That Happier Than Ever song, I enjoy the crap out of it. And I, there's something, people don't know this about me, but I'm going to share this with you, Tech Steph. Let's hear it. I'm not normally a goth guy. You know, normally I'm like, put on a dress, brighten the fuck up. Stop being a droopy-eyed, miserable Marilyn Manson with tits. Okay, that's normally how I treat goth women. When I see this Billy Eilish with her soft voice and her big eyes and her even bigger breasts that she tries to hide, that's how you know they're big. She'll wear like a, like a parachute and you're still like, I think I can see what's going on even though you're wearing big baggy clothes, Missy. <laughs> I support Billy Eilish 100%. And... Uh, I know she's like a vegan and she's like homeschooled. I like the homeschooling part. But I also like the fact that she co-writes songs with her brother. You know, she's talking about like sex and stuff 
and she's co-writing with her brother. And that makes me think that maybe she's open-minded into exploring <laughs> at least sexual talk with a, with a, with a family member. And maybe, you know, we'll see what happens, but, uh, Ivanka is a big fan of Billie Eilish. So, I, you know, if things develop between me and Ivanka, I want to thank Billie Eilish for helping expand our father-daughter relationship. But Billie Eilish is a, uh, a great talent with a, with a, with a great rack. And, uh, and uh, you know, very yeah. young. So there's a lot of time. There's a lot of, a lot of room for potential there. Maybe wife number five, if she gets over a droopy goth phase. I want to go over uh, one, two, three more categories with you. And uh, best new artist. I have never heard of any of these artists. The winner was Dove Cameron, but Baby Keem, Gale, Lotto, Manskin or Mainskin, and 17. Have you heard of any of these artists? No, but I hope they all die. <laughs> I hate every single one of their names. And by extension, I hate all of them as people. I'm going to agree with you on this 100%. And by the way, Billie Eilish, you know, I'm going to talk to her uh, about getting her theme. Remember her song, Bad Guy? Yes, I do. Wouldn't that be a great song for me to come out to at rallies? I don't know if she'll grant you permission, though. Oh, come on. Isn't she, is she a vegan and she probably leans very left, I'm assuming. Uh, I think that's only because her left boob is bigger. That that could be a problem. That's a lot of Billie Eilish talk. I know she's legal, but uh, you know we don't want to get uh, the woke left coming after our great patriotic show. We apologize to Billie Eilish, and we respect you as an artist, and we will not say nasty things about your great rack anymore. Thank you. Um, let's go over this one here. Um, best hip hop. I know you spit bars all the time. What do you think about the winner? It was Nicki Minaj featuring Little Baby. Do we have a problem? What do you What do you think? It was up against Eminem and Snoop Dogg, Future and and Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Lotto, and Pusha T. But Nicki Minaj with Little Baby won. I prefer Da Baby. I don't like Little Baby. I like Da Baby. You know, Da Baby, he did this song with, uh, he's done some nice songs and he's uh, also said homophobic things, which I respect. And he's also, he did a Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa song. So I would have voted for Da Baby, but he wasn't nominated. I would have written him in. I think they stole the election from Da Baby. And I don't like Eminem. I will never vote for a white rapper because. I think it's a disgrace to waste your white skin uh, in rap when you could be doing business or politics or, or really anything, to be honest, getting away with crimes. You could do anything with white skin. Uh, so I think he's stealing something from the blacks. And that's that's called being, you know, that's almost woke on my part. How about that? <laughs> uh, so what I would say is uh, future... I think is future one of the ones with too many kids. I think he has a lot of kids also. I think he does. Uh, so I don't like that. Uh, Nicki Minaj. I kind of like Nicki Minaj. She's not my favorite, but I kind of like her because she's got a big fake butt, huge fake tits. 
She even was wearing fake contacts last night. So she was even like doing fake eyes, which, which I'd never thought of before. <laughs> so I like her commitment to surgery. Um, she's, I think, married to a person who's a convicted sexual assault person. So I respect that immensely. Yeah, that sort of opens up a Nicki Minaj as wife number six after Billie Eilish and Sydney Sweeney. Uh, so I, I, uh, it wouldn't so be my first choice. Well, I don't agree with the winner, but I don't disagree with the winner. Okay. Now, last winner, one. Winner, 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 one half of a chicken dinner. <laughs> now, album of the year. That's that's the big award. Album of the year. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna tell you which the artists. And you tell me who won. Adele. No oh boy. Bad Bunny. Billy Eilish. Drake. Or Harry Styles. Oh. Oh, I think I know who won this. I apologize. No, I don't know who won it. Was it? Oh God. Was it Harry Styles? It was, and he has the worst name for his album. Harry's house. Okay. <laughs> Why doesn't he go put on a dress and fuck a 45 year old woman? Okay. Why doesn't he go do that since he's so content to, to waste his youth? Because he should have been in wrong direction, not one direction. Oh, man. Awful. Mr. President, we have one last story and then I'm going to let oh, you boy. go. I know you're a, a very, very busy man. Uh, before we get to it, everyone who is not on it, get on it. The Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash MPGA. We have live episodes every single month, movie reviews, special guests, bonus episodes, the great Fred Trump traditions. You're missing out over 100 hours of bonus content. So check it out now. Patreon.com slash MPGA and find a level that's good for you. Now, Mr. President, U.S. Open, I know you are big into tennis, big into golf. The U.S. Open begins tonight. Do you have predictions? I know it's Serena Williams' last U.S. Open. Do you have predictions for the men's and women's winners? Uh, what I do like is I like Daniil Medvedev, the Russian, who I think won it last year or two years ago, two years ago. Mm -hmm. I like Medvedev. Uh, I met him at a brothel in Russia. Really talented, uh, really talented guy. Uh, and for the women, uh, who the hell cares? <laughs> who the hell cares? Nobody cares. Bye-bye. All right. Well, you heard it here. Uh, those are your predictions. Mr. President, thank you so much once again in these uh, crazy times of just, um, you know, people going after you for inaccurate information. Once again, you've beaten every single time with the uh, lawsuits, the harassment. You've beat it every single time and we'll beat this one, too. Everyone, check out betonline.ag for all your gambling needs. That's right, for sports, for casino games. They got everything for you. And use promo code CLNS50, betonline.ag. And join up on the Patreon, everyone. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Join whatever level is good for you. Like I said before, over 100 hours of bonus content. And uh, Mr. President... The floor is yours.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Greatest Show. Hey, guys. It's JL. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, it's been quite the month. I think we've really packed in a lot of good shit this month. So be sure to check out the Patreon. And if you've got uh, extra dough on you and you don't get enough comedy content, uh, join my my Patreon. Just go to my website, jlcomedy.com. You can find links to my other podcast and my other Patreon. As far as gigs coming up, nothing big. Uh, not till October. I'm in York, Pennsylvania, October 14th. Ann Arbor, Michigan, November, uh, November 10, 11th and 12th. Um, and hopefully more stuff. And my special uh, is, uh, you know, nowhere to be found. So I'm back into, I had some optimism for a month and it looks good. And now it's back to, is this thing going to come out before my second special? Like, because I'm actually in the process of possibly recording something around January because of the writing I've been doing. And we're getting close to a point where my second special or my might be my first special, which is weird. You call it my second first special. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, thank you for, for being fans. Uh, tell a friend, I, if you're still listening, you know, tell a friend, share an episode with a friend. You don't have to tweet about it if you like want to keep your timeline clean or you're embarrassed that you like a guilty pleasure, but go tell a friend you got it. You can't be the only Trump hating comedy loving friend in your circle. So get, get a friend or a family member to try the show. If this wasn't the episode, pick out a favorite and get them hooked on it. it costs nothing. And we really appreciate it. So thank you for listening and God help us all.